0: Hello, listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for
1: your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started.
0: Ooh. Welcome to Game Pass News recorded live Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. I'm Nick Tendo. one half of the awesome GPN crew. Mr. Sean Abbott, the hairlessly handsome man from across the pond is the other half today. Today we chat about Xbox entering the terrible twos. Phil the ever excited dad is chatting it up all over the place and all our Game Pass thoughts. You better sit down and buckle up cause Game Pass News is one crazy ride. Oh boy, Sean uh, Abbott! Can you I've pinpoint n- it?
1: No, I want to say like towards Fazer. For some reason, like the motorsport intro. But, but no. no, I'm gone then.
0: Um, okay, let's let's play let's play a little a little game of twenty questions. Okay, so you ask me a question, give you a yes or no answer, basically. So see. Okay. Okay.
1: okay. Um. First person shooter. Sure.
0: Yes. Good, because I'm like, and I'm not real, I'm not real prepped for this either, because I don't have anything at the moment. (laughs)
1: Um, Xbox Studio. Uh, Yes. Mm, This is from Halo, then. No. So, uh, Xbox Studio.
0: That's what I would have thought. I would have thought it was one of the Halos, because it has that kind
1: yeah. of sound to it um so we're in an xbox studio it's a first person shooter I, I, man, no, which there isn't many of it is it like the microsoft rather than it being one of the ones that they have is it microsoft studios itself
0: is this i'm, I'm now nervous that i yeah no okay it is yeah i'm sorry what
1: so is it from microsoft studios itself or is it from a a third party developer that they now own?
0: Uh, well, it's from a third party developer they now own.
1: Okay, so no, it's not Microsoft Studios. Uh... <laughs> is it a male, male lead? No. Female? Female? Wow.
0: If we have if we have anybody in the chat who knows, you can you can help them out. If you if you're like I know it, I know it, you feel free to feel free to yell it out.
1: Well, don't yell tight because we not we don't hear yelling. Yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> you yell, yell all you want; it. it won't mean anything. <laughs> um, so it's female female lead, Xbox Studio first person shooter. There isn't many female lead first person shooters. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I'd be in your boat though, so I, I I I will totally admit that I would be right there, be like I don't know, I feel like I should know. Nope,
1: okay. I, I haven't I did know any Perfect more questions. Dark the...
0: Zero, Joanna Dark. Ah. <laughs> I was and
1: I, okay complete honesty i have never played any of the uh, oh
0: gotcha gotcha i was i was nervous in for a hot second that it was the third person but i looked it up it's not it's first person so no they are
1: they're, they're first persons cool there you go look at that we would four weeks in and uh, you've now stumped me so
0: i knew i knew the, when i heard that i was like oh this one is not as easy. like it's not as obvious as a lot of the others so let me tell yeah, you this like is a it. lot of fun this is all sean's idea and it, it's a lot of fun to do so so now that we're now that we're through our uh, 20 questions audio intro um how you doing man
1: uh, yeah i'm good I've, I've got some time off work which has been nice um I've not played a right lot because just we've just been really busy trying to get but birthday parties to go to. We're getting ready for Logan's birthday. A whole Halloween saga has now finished yesterday. Took all the decorations down. Um, but yeah, just yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get into some games tomorrow. I haven't got anything planned nice. as of yet for tomorrow. So tomorrow is a uh, is a day of sampling games.
0: Gotcha. So did you? Uh, did you dre- Did you dress up at all?
1: Uh, i i wore i i have like a little balaclava thing i can wear and then i've got this really big like one piece skull mask it's all latexy kind of stuff that covers my whole head gotcha. um it's right around i don't know if you ever played it i don't know it's, it's something you, that was around you remember the old um oh, like mini clip games that used to be on like pcs yeah. I, we, we used to at school, when I was at school, we used to play. It was called Skull Kid, and you kind of like walked through, and you had to cut through office desks and stuff. And it was just a kid with a skull. And
0: do not believe I've played. That's, this. That's,
1: no, that's what I was aiming for. Gotcha. Um,
0: but yeah, gotcha. We went as the Sonic family. So uh, my wife was Sonic, uh, Noah was Knuckles, Ariel was Amy, and I uh, was Tails. So uh, so that was fun. We we had a good time. Um, I I kept I kept trying to be the ring. Um, I just wanted to like be a gigantic ring and hold it. But, but no, my wife does an amazing job of making costumes. And so she, uh, she made all of her costumes and she, uh, did a really good job. So, so she, I mean, yeah. she does, she does all the stuff where she like takes the furry stuff and she sews it. And she puts like styrofoam and wire in the, in the like little things that she sews onto the hoodies so that you have like the, the Sonic hair and everything. It's, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, so I always, I always love what she does. So, uh yeah so we did that we went uh trunk or tr- we did like three trunk or treats and we went trick-or-treating although it downpoured during monday's actual like all city trick-or-treat absolutely downpoured. um so we we were soaked but
1: yeah did the, the the halloween the getting the kids ready to go out trick-or-treating came down to me this week um well this year Lindsay she went and had an mri because they, they're kind of getting ready to do a spinal surgery so she uh she went for an MRI, so she wasn't back in time to do, like to try and get the kids ready. So mm-hmm. well, Logan had two costume ideas. He was either going to be Jack the Pumpkin King King or Ghostbuster. And we initially went with Jack the Pumpkin King, and then one of the buttons fell off. So like I had to try and fix the button. Couldn't fix the button in time, so he then went as a Ghostbuster. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And Emily Emily went as a corpse bride. And uh, you did a fantastic my... job, by the way my first ever time of doing kids Halloween makeup
0: that we need to, we need to put that. Did you put it in the dad's thing in the monthly mayhem?
1: Thing? Um, I did. I put it in. I, oh. I ended it as one of the monthly mayhem.
0: Okay, good. Because that was fantastic up here yeah. uh, over here. It's been, it's been really warm, much warmer than it should be this time of year, like in the sixties and seventies on a consistent basis. Like we'll get a day or two of it this late, but that's not, but so all of our pumpkins that we had carved, like, not, but a week ago, we're gone. I don't know how y'all do it in the south. Like, how do you keep pumpkins, or do you just not, or like, what happens because like, up here it's normally colder. Pumpkins will last even carved like two, three weeks. But man, these pumpkins were gone. Like, like they were. I was like scooping them off of the steps after a week. And so I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works in warmer climates, or if it's just something they don't do, or I don't know. Yeah, but, it's uh, been
1: it's been the same over here. I mean, I think we've got frosticles in chat which is quite nice. It's very rare that he gets to listen live. Um, But it's very strangely warm for November. Like I I was walking from town today in a coat, and I had to take the coat off. I was sweating. (laughs) I was like, this is wrong for November. It was really windy, but Mm -hmm. cold, not cold. yeah and it's supposed to be this way
0: it's supposed to drop into the 40s late next week i don't know why we're talking about weather because we're men and we're dads and we're older and that's just what happens hey let's talk about video games in fact we could even talk about today's top stories okay wait before we do (laughs) that i jumped the gun i jumped the gun sean why don't you first talk about events and then we'll talk about top stories
1: um, well, one of the events I don't think we've quite yet nailed the dates and everything else. So I'm not going to talk about that too much but the other one is the Achievement Hunters which we still have going on. Uh, it's Persona 5 Royale and that's running all the way until the 29th of November um, and then the episode after the 29th of November. We will do the whole draw as we have done. Um, congratulations again to the Google King for winning the Deathloop one. That was very well done. I have dropped right off that game. Um, and When we get to talking about what we've been playing I have a few things to say about gaming at the moment so uh, we'll talk about that in a bit but yeah I think that's the only thing that we were going is the achievement hunters alongside the co-op campaign but that has been running for a while um, I need to get some more bits and pieces done for that but the co-op campaign as everybody knows is if you follow us on, on here on Twitch or subscribe on YouTube or leave a review on the Apple podcast um, and we eventually, once we hit the targets that we want to get for those, uh, we'll be giving off $50 of Microsoft credit for each one. So.
0: That's right. Um, yeah, it's it's been a little crazy uh, for both of us. So uh, we're having trouble kneeling down a time that works for Extra Life. We're going to really try to do that. If not, I do have a backup plan where maybe we don't even play games, but we do like a day where we we just give away. If you, if you want to give us $50, we'll give you 10 codes. We basically give you a code for every five dollars you give us it's kind of what i'm thinking we might do we do that for like a week or a day or something i don't know so that's yeah. kind of my thoughts
1: we're, we're gonna say around this time of now it's like works crazy um obviously like party season for logan so and then we've got like i've got Lindsay's consultations and then you've got loads of stuff going on as well so yeah mm-hmm. just unfortunately we, <laughs> it's all crept up very quickly
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but now on to top stories, now on to Xbox news, now on to the fact that the Xbox Series S and X is now in the terrible twos. Oh, it's cranky, it's screaming, it's kicking, it's tantrums, it's horrible. Uh, it's just awful. But, John, even though we have to deal with this horrible, terrible two of a console, please tell me, what has been the favorite moment you've had in the last 12 months?
1: Um, It's been the I'm going to say it's a plethora of games that are there. It's been the plethora of games we've had promised to be there in the last twelve months, which is really nice. I'm so excited for High on Life. Um, you would not believe it. Um, I don't know what you mean by I'm so excited for High on Life, but not believe. <laughs> I really need to turn you off. What are we doing? It's two weeks for running. It. Don't even don't even do the whole announce his name um so yeah i'm really Can excited i have a british lives.
0: guy on mine that's what i want to know is it possible for me to have like
1: yeah.
0: i gotta look it up <laughs> i i am gonna change i'm gonna change my siri to some british maybe british girl maybe that's what i'll do i don't know i'm changing um, you, it to something british. if you have
1: just <laughs> here we go off a tangent again I know if you have an alexa this. um ask it to change its voice to the male voice it's brilliant i've changed just, i've changed the one we have one in the kitchen we have one in the living room and i've changed the voice for the one in the kitchen And it's great it's like talking to jarvis i love
0: <laughs> it i'm totally doing this i'm gonna change it to something british i absolutely love it okay um yeah, it's, 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 sorry it's
1: high, high on life i'm super excited for it. so I, that cannot come soon enough because like i there's 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 games that i want to buy but obviously it's coming up to christmas so i don't want to purchase anything just in case people have purchased them nicely as a gift or um every bit of money that i was currently going into buying gifts for other people so getting a game of that scale for free because of game pass i'm really excited for um that would a given we had farza horizon towards the back end of last year we had the hot wheels update as well so the last 12 months have been great like big games wise to be playing as well as all the little ones um we had tunic which was fantastic and it was just, I fell in love with that game. The soundtrack is fantastic. I'm really excited that people are now getting to play it on the Switch. Um, so, uh, you know, I can't wait to, to hear more from people that have been playing it on there as well. So, yeah, it's just yeah. There's, there's just such a great mixture of games on Game Pass that make owning uh, the console fantastic. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, for uh, so in the last 12 months... Uh, the play, playing plague tale uh has been one of my highlights um disney dreamlight valley i'm super addicted to is also definitely one of my highlights um and then the, i'm trying to think of some other games in the last 12 months that uh that i that i absolutely have been loving um, man, I feel like I feel like I <laughs> feel like I came into that question really bad. I'm the one that answered, asked the dumb question too. Uh, so I'm sorry about that, but but yeah, so what are what are you looking forward to in the next 12 months?
1: Um, so high on life, some mm-hmm. form of feedback or some kind of promise on uh, what's that one called now that everybody's really hyped for that's got thousands of hours of dialogue?
0: Oh, uh, Starfield.
1: Um, Starfield, there we go. I, I could not remember the So Starfield, um the announcement of Atomic Heart, if we're getting that day one game pass mm-hmm. is gonna be great as well because that looks like a really fantastic, crazy first person shooter. Sure. Yeah. Um False Motorsport. Um there's been a, a lot of hype building for that. People giving it that it's gonna be the, it's the most technically like m- like uh, most I don't know, but people uh, what was the word somebody used? It was a really weird, a really nice way to describe it, but one of the most technically brilliant racing simulator games that's ever been made. So I'm really excited for that coming out. Um, so yeah, and and just we need some big games because it's kind of I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm I'm revisiting old games that I've played again and again just to try and reignite mm-hmm. my love for playing Xbox. So
0: yep. Yeah, no, I get you there. Um, uh, so yeah, I, Starfield uh, obviously is one of the big ones. Um, I'm really hoping we see a hail a, a hailblade. a hail mary that we get a hellblade too. <laughs> that would be exciting. Um, I would appreciate that. Um, I want to say I'm looking forward to Redfall, but after that last creepy trailer, I don't, I don't know if Redfall is going to be in my in in my uh, in a, as a game that I play. But uh, these are all things I'm looking forward to. What I'm really looking forward to in the next 12 months is to see Microsoft actually deliver on their promise of getting us these games. Um, whether I play them or not, that's fine. There's a lot of people that will, and that's that's what I want to see, um, because they certainly did not deliver on that this year. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's my... That's my that's my biggest takeaway for next year is to see them actually come through with some games so that we so that not just me, but so that us as an Xbox community have some first party big titles to play because we didn't really see them this year, as we'll talk about later. Um, uh, What is what's our what are some of the ease of life, quality of life updates you would like to see for for Xbox um, moving
1: forward? They need to work on the, the quick resume some more, I believe, because I'm having some serious issues with that. Um, no,
0: for what games? Um,
1: Any Xbox 360 games. So any Xbox 360 game that's out there. If it hits a quick resume because it's upscaling the graphics, it launches into the... It'll, it'll go into the game, but the game's like going at 10 times the speed until you... Hit the home button, and then go back into the game, and it kind of kind of catches up it with itself. The fact that it's loaded a, a backwards compatible game, gotcha, and works itself out. Uh, so that's one of them. Um, Forza Horizon Five does not work very well with Quick Resume. Yeah. If you load the game up, it then it literally loads you into the cockpit of the car. Then it'll do a loading screen. Then it puts you in the cockpit of the car again. Then it does a loading screen, and then it brings up the whole, this is what's new, do this, do this, do that, do the other. It's kind of like, crit resume is there so I can just quickly get back into the game and get going. <laughs> not that I then have to wait for you to kind of figure out that, oh, you've not played this game for two hours. I need I need to tell you everything I told you two hours ago.
0: Yeah, that's, that's um, frustrating that they haven't figured it out for Forza, because it seems like... Uh... By now, by now, that should be that should be figured out. Um, I will say for Disney yeah. Dreamlight Valley, which started out really rough, I mean, almost like you couldn't eat, quick resume wasn't a thing for that game, to be honest. Uh, it's now totally fixed, like that works just fine.
1: Right, that you don't have to load the game, you don't have to make sure you exit to the menu every time you want to leave the game. No,
0: no, no, that's all figured out. You don't even have to reconnect to the network. Mo- I mean it just you you come in you go out and you're good so so that yeah. that has worked out really well now i will say that, that, they've had a whole host of other me, problems but you know
1: <laughs> that to me sounds like it's the game rather than the quick resume which i think yeah, for that's probably fair Forza is probably the same as well so and then um because they're leaning on game pass so heavy and a better way of that being on the dashboard and like i know you can pin the application to the dashboard and it kind of gives you a summary of things that are new things that, stuff like that. but to literally have like a, a whole screen that you could go to which is just dedicated to game pass rather yeah. than having to load through the app and wait things like that so just stuff that makes accessing the games a lot quicker because
0: yeah yeah i think it, i think it, better game pass support which sounds dumb because that's pretty much what they've pinned their business model on but uh would be W- w- is really needed. So unless you unless you bring in what you're talking about that that extra blade or whatever it's not blade but that extra tab of uh, of Game Pass new stuff, it's near impossible to see what's been recently added. You go to the Game Pass thing. Yeah. I remember telling you one day. I'm like. I was like, I can't see what's been recently added. It's like they took it. Now it might be back because I don't use that portion of the. No, I,
1: I I went into it again today to kind of because I thought, oh, Atomic Hat's got a release date. I wonder if that's like ready for, like digital download pre availability. It's it's not by the way. It's not there. Yeah. Um. But I thought I'll just scroll through and see what's coming soon. And it, the whole coming soon thing just wasn't there. It didn't exist. It was yeah. like
0: that's the stupidest they, they thing in the put... world.
1: But, but what they have released in that in the Game Pass app itself is um, you can uh, play later playlist so you can go through a Mac games that you might want to play later. Uh,
0: okay. it will
1: summarize all those, which is quite cool. But mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but but what's been recently added really has to be there. I mean, that that needs to be fixed. That needs to get back on that site um, because there are a lot of people that don't know that you can add this this other Game Pass news tab, you know. Um I'll be the first to say when I got when I jump back into Xbox that dashboard I know I know for the Xbox faithful who have been in the community from the onset it's you know, it's like, well, I don't understand. It's very obvious. This it's easy it's easily maneuverable. It's not if you if you didn't like if you haven't been in that ecosystem from the beginning. Especially if you're no. especially if you switch only, where it's like all you is <laughs> this one line of games, really easy settings button, that's really about it. Now all of a sudden it's like oh man, it's just it's just like stimulus overload with that dashboard. It's too cluttered. Uh they could really use to figure something else out. Which they are working on something. We know that. There there have been yeah, some rumors I, of that.
1: I think it's now out of the beta testers and into the um I, I can't remember your game now X, uh, Xbox Insiders. Oh yeah, they've okay. now got it. Mm-hmm. Which means that the next the next thing that it's going to come to is is the likes of us. us is the likes of us other gens. other
0: people, us, us yeah. other peon people that well that'll be great. So no, I I agree. I'm I'm interested in that. I have loved my time with uh with my xbox um i when i first watched the the initial showcase i was so excited i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna be playing halo in three months there's all this stuff fable i'm probably gonna be playing that in like a year or two that'll be great oh man there's all these things i can't wait for them. and then they were all just lies just like fog when i when i got there they were mirages when i got there they were all gone None of it was true, we, and we, I didn't play any of it. We, I'm not we have some
1: fable new, We've got some Fable news later.
0: So. <laughs> You've got some Fable news. I love it. <laughs> Phil's got some breadcrumbs for you, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> He's throwing out little things about, like, hey, look at what's going on. Look. Um. Yeah. So, and, and to be honest, like, I knew I knew before the Xbox showcase that I was in on one of these generations of consoles. I, I watched the Ubisoft Direct, I watched a couple of Directs at E3, and I was like, all right, I want something so I can play some of these games that I know are not going to come to Switch. And so it was, it was really, at that point, I was like, I, and I was up for grabs, because it was like, I, I was in the Xbox ecosystem, but I was, I was good to look at PlayStation. And I think PlayStation really, really missed the boat by not coming out quicker on that subscription deal. Because, man, I got to tell you, it would have been a much harder decision if PlayStation would have said, hey, by the way, we have, we're going to, at launch, we're going to have this PlayStation subscription with all these games in it. That would have made my choice so much more difficult. Because if you look back on Discord, which I'm sure is really hard to find, I was asking questions about, like, so what's the subscription model? And people were like, eh, there's not really much here. And so it was like, all right, I don't want to pay for every game that I want to play, so... I'm going to go over to Game Pass and that and that's Game Pass is what brought me to Xbox. So,
1: yeah, I mean, even if you were to go along and price up every game that you finished from Game Pass this year, which is like into the 30s, I believe. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, If you want to pay an average of $30 for each of those games, that's a lot of money you've saved in subscription. So,
0: yeah, no, I have uh, I have absolutely loved my time with with uh game pass i've appreciated this year more than last i feel like i've gotten my hand my hands around how uh, game pass works best for me um so that i'm not kind of and it wasn't even really a podcast thing it was just more like i didn't know what to do there was so much stuff so i just kept like <laughs> i was like a i was like a three-year-old that had just had like all new toys a a truckload dumped on me and i was just like picking one up and dropping it and picking up another one and dropping it and so now i feel like i really have my hands around how to play how i want to use game pass so and you got to do yeah. that man it's a it's a lot of stuff there's a lot of games and you don't want to get lost um you don't want to you don't want you what you you don't want your identity as a gamer to get lost in all the stuff that just gets dropped on the game pass and that's for sure
1: definitely and I think that's, like, like, we'll come to it again later on, but I think that's currently the issue that I've got with, it, is I'm in that phase of I don't know what I want to play, but I want to play something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I know that. I'm, well, I'm with that way. If I didn't have Disney Dreamlight Valley, it'd be a different story right now with Game Pass, to be honest. I... I sorry. I, I didn't lower my phone, apparently. I'm I'm a horrible podcast host. Uh, please forgive me. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez, I tell you. Um... Uh, so yeah, so but I did want to go back to the twelve month question because I thought, man, I really botched that question. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for it really, to be honest. Um, so I played Spiritfarer was one of them. Tunic was was another one. Psychonauts two was something that I played this year. I know it was last year's game, but um, technically it's been in the last twelve months if you want to look at it that way. So um, uh, Limbo, Life is Strange, Loved that game. Uh, I, I I beat it in like a weekend, which. I, I didn't even know if I would actually get to the end of it. Bug snacks? Sean, we forgot bug snacks. Ah, uh,
1: totally forgot yeah. I that was an amazing yeah, day. Yeah.
0: yeah, Trek to Yomi. That was a really, a really fun, like six hour experience. Uh there's been a lot of these like little bite-sized experiences. Uh not real long, you know. And unfortunately it looks like high on life is gonna be something like it's not it's only like ten hours from what from the rumors we're hearing. But a lot of those experiences that are just kind of at that right I can finish this. I won't feel like I'm overburdened on on what I'm doing and I'm I'm so this year was full of those games. Shredder's Revenge was another one of those. And I know not for you, but for me, um Playtale Tinykin, Tinykin was another one.
1: Tinykin Better
0: than as as we keep telling John and he needs to understand better than Pikmin. Um <laughs> Uh, Costume Quest, beat that too. So those are those are just some of the the high points of of what I played this year that I I really liked. And just because yeah. I couldn't remember them off my head, it just means I'm old. It doesn't mean that I didn't really like them. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, there's and... just not many of them because like, there again, the, the, the bonus of Game Pass is you play a lot of games. The yeah. Negative yeah. to Game Pass is you play that many games, you forget which games you played. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Bug Snacks that was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiny Kim was great. So, yeah. Um, I just
0: looked down again and saw Death's Door. Forgot about that one. Played that one early, early early in the year. I was
1: trying to think of the name of that one. That's Mm because I know that was one that you were really... uh, You were singing the praises for, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's been a ton of good games. Just not first-party games. Just not (laughs) first-party games. That's the problem. Which,
1: going into the rest of our top stories, Mm -hmm. Phil kind of has spoken about that. (laughs) So...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Phil says... 2022 has been light on games for first party talks plans for the future light on games phil come on i've dropped listen sean i've dropped more pant sizes this year than xbox has dropped first party games and that's an absolute (laughs) fact that's not even a joke that's a truth
1: and yes that means i'm fat but
0: it also means they need or i was fat but it also means they need to (laughs) they need to like push out some games i'm done i'm sorry
1: so, so apart from you rubbing in that you won the chubbies bracket again, <laughs> um, he goes on to say one of the things we've definitely heard loud and clear is it's been too long since we have shipped what people would say is a big first party game. Um, he says we can have our excuses on COVID and other things, but in the end, I know people invest in our platform and they want to have great games. And he said this. This is like he's been in loads of different places doing loads of different interviews, and he's done like an hour long interview. Um, sorry, a half hour long interview discussing a lot of big things uh, regards the eco of the economics of the of Game Pass and how the growth hasn't been great. How you know they're they kind of selling the consoles at a loss. Um, so this was one of the many things that he's kind of said. It goes to back up the previous statement with, we're excited about 2023, we've talked about games that are coming, those games are tracking well, we're kind of out of what COVID did to the production schedule and I think as an industry we've had a few, we've had fewer games than we've had in a while. I'd say in general we've hit a big, we've been a little light but I look at 2023 and there's a great lineup of games that I'm excited about. So hopefully they will deliver on those games that they're excited about because you know,
0: that's the that's the thing, that's that's the thing right now. They don't have my trust at all that a game's going to come out when they say it's going to come out. Um, that that is the biggest that is the biggest problem I see with Xbox at the moment. They are willing for the hype machine in the short term to say a game's going to come out when they have to know, they have to know it's not coming out. That happened, yeah. speaking of the speaking of the two-year anniversary, that happened with the Xbox showcase. You know, they're sitting there, and that's what I was alluding to. They talk about that you're going to be playing Halo in, what, four or five months from the showcase? And then it gets delayed a whole other year past that four or five months? There is no way you're going to tell me that they were like, yeah, we're, we really thought this was going to happen. No way, no way. They didn't want to tell you in the showcase that Halo wasn't coming, so they just lied. Let's be honest. So they've lost my faith that games are coming when they say they're coming. And they gotta get it back by making these games actually come out now in twenty twenty
1: three. And and I think I think we do have to still take into account that COVID still probably does has had a really that that huge impact. It's had it worldwide. Um you know, economically countries are struggling, you know, companies are still struggling to getting people back into work and and a regular pattern of stuff. Um, So, (laughs) yeet. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I, I can imagine that because production slowed and you've got to try and get everybody back and you've got to do this in a safe manner, you've got all the hardware behind things, especially for PC games, you've got the hardware of everything that's slowly coming around to match what the, you know, the graphical demands of these games. But for the console, it's just sat there. You know, the console's been the same. They can't do anything to that from far. So it is just a case of getting everybody kind of sat in the same place at the same time to discuss how games are going forward. So I can kind of understand what he's, he's saying. Is yeah, we've got our excuse of COVID, but that's kind of like an excuse that ended eighteen months ago, nearly. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's an excuse that nobody wants to hear anymore. Oh my gosh! I mean, listen, I could go, I could go into a whole diatribe for what I do for work. I. Do not, when I call you and need something, do not tell me, well, you know, COVID, I will No, don't do it. Don't do it, people. I don't want to hear it. It yeah. doesn't, it just doesn't track anymore for me. Um, I don't get to use it in my job. You don't get to use it in yours anymore. That's what I say. <laughs> um, So listen, I mean, it makes life a lot more difficult, but we, we've had time to adjust. You could have looked at your project schedules, figured out the right time. I'm not saying that the games had to come out now i'm just saying that people or that they had to come out on time this year i'm just saying you've had a chance now to sit in this pocket long enough to say yeah that game ain't coming out see so for me it's not like oh this thing happened and they're not hitting their schedule for me it's more of a they're just not telling us the truth because they don't want to say hey guys 2022 is gonna really we're gonna shit the bed in 2022 they don't want to say that, so instead they just up and lie about like, "Well, that game's coming out in November." Still, like we said, it was, and they're like, "We'll just wait a little bit, kick that can down the road, and then we'll tell them the truth." And that's where yeah. that's where my issue with they, with them comes in right now. It's the same thing with Ubisoft then- and the Pirates game. I mean, they displayed yeah. that game like two weeks. And said it was coming out on this date, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Yeah, it's not coming out until 2023." I'm like, "Come on, y'all just be lying about this. There's no way that you didn't know that wasn't coming out when you did that when you did that deal." Yeah,
1: but at least I made your decision to get um, Hogwarts like Leg- you know, <laughs> yeah, Hogwarts Legacy game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they've lost they've lost my bet on that one for sure. Ubisoft ain't getting no money from me for that game.
1: Yeah, and then but the thing is, in that in the first point that we were talking about, he says that people invest into their you know, into the ecosystem of Xbox based on having great games there. Mm-hmm. Um talking about investing in in your future and returning things back. Um in the same interview he goes along to say that they this and I think I just I mentioned it we'll talk about it, is that they're, they're selling the consoles at a loss. Yeah. And this, they as we were talking about last week about the the worry and well I don't think we were talking about it last week but there was a lot of controversy between last week's episode and this week's um the people seem to think that phil has said that oh i will never raise the price of you know subscriptions and bits and pieces for the console and stuff like that will never happen that's not something he said they kind of said that for now they're not looking into that but in this interview he's kind sat there and said that consoles as a business model in the overall scope of gaming is very small Relative to the places that people play, consoles have evolved to a business model which different, which is much different from phones where consoles are actually sold at a loss in the market. Um, so when somebody goes and buys an Xbox at their local retailer, we're subsidizing that purchase for somewhere between 100 to $200 with the expectation that we will recoup that investment over time through accessory sales and storefront. So they're selling these consoles at a huge loss Like we've seen, PlayStation charge an extra fifty bucks for their console. Xbox aren't doing that, and if they're making, if they're losing a hundred to two hundred dollars per console, that is a really big sting.
0: Yeah, we we talked about the fact that we knew they were losing money. I mean, that was pretty obvious. Um, PlayStation is likely losing some money too. Um, and that that has been a model for consoles for a long time, except for Nintendo. Nintendo always likes to at least make their money back on their consoles, from from what we those who are in the industry tells us, and that seems to now be drawing out to be true from what we're from what Phil's saying. I did not think though that it was a hundred to two hundred dollars. That is a that is a lot of cash to draw to lose on every console. But that also points more to the fact that. Why do they not just give, why do they not just cede um, uh, Call of Duty to to Sony and let them have all they want? Because I, the more and more I listen to Phil and they talk about this mobile network and they talk about everything, I wonder how much this Activision deal, yes, they want Call of Duty. Yes, they want to own that. Yes, it's going to make them a ton of money. I get that. But how much did they also want King and Candy Crush and all that that brings along? Like, I think that's something that never gets talked about, that the more that I listen to Xbox employees and Phil and all of that and the fact that they they want to make this mobile hub where you can download apps, the more I think, I don't think people understand how big that is and how that, that that's kind of where Xbox has has is pointing their ship as well i don't know if it's gonna work out for them that's a whole nother question but i think that's i think that's i think that's more of an important piece to that acquisition than than we realize
1: yeah definitely um i just i i I can't see well other than like you say digging big into the this the streaming and the cloud gaming side of things um i'm pushing a little bit of hardware out like the whole secret white box that we saw on his top shelf well mm-hmm. things like that i don't know how they're then going to recoup that per console especially if you think that like they're selling what 14 million consoles yeah is this a big chunk of money
0: yeah now but that white box which presumably is just a streaming box which really if i'm correct doesn't have any more than if i'm correct and i win our bet and hopefully i do doesn't have any more than a USB port, an Ethernet port, and a Wi-Fi adapter, and a, and a power port to kind of run those three things. That's what I really think is in this box. Maybe some graphical, I don't know, fidelity card or something like that. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. the. In, yeah, there has to be something like that in there, I'd imagine. Um, I'd imagine, but I don't really know. So I feel like maybe they could sell that for at least at cost, right? Because those things are not those things are not your solid state hard drives and all that stuff. That's costing a ton of cash. Um, By the way, Ninja lunchbox says they make up some of their, they make up a lot of this money or some of this money in software and accessories, especially accessories. I think there's a huge markup on accessories like their Xbox headphones and stuff like that. I think, I think that markup's rather large.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I completely agree with the little streaming box. Um, They can sell that at cost quite easy and tie in, you know, three months free Game Pass, and then the only way that you can play with that is to to really buckle into the Game Pass like Ultimate, or even strike a deal where because it's you can't download this game, you're only playing it via cloud. That you get the whole PC Game Pass kind of deal, mm-hmm. where instead of it being eleven ninety nine, it might drop to like nine ninety nine, and you save two pound, like two dollars a month.
0: Yeah, I think book. I think their numbers would. Oh, I don't want to say skyrocket, but they would see they would see their numbers go up. If they could make this box come to fruition, for sure.
1: And, Soon, and then, as by the way. and as, as Ninja Lunchbox is saying, if they can start getting games into the mobile market, not playing not playing Xbox games that you can play on your Xbox on your phone, but if they can like do um, like a, a Marvel turn based not sorry Marvel I've just read that on the screen uh, a Halo turn based style game. Mm-hmm. Um, as a mobile game that people people can play, or a Farza world tour like Mario Kart World Tour, where it's an easy mm-hmm. pick up and play style kind of thing. If they can get into that kind of market, and because the mobile market is so huge, they'll make a shit ton of money that way. Too. Yep.
0: Yeah, they will, and they won't have to worry about the consoles. And I think I think that's really where they want to go they you know phil's saying hey listen we're subsidizing these things we don't really want to do that we're gonna we're gonna you know as as phil alluded to in a conversation uh they're gonna they're looking at raising the rates after the holiday season i think it's good on them um for all y'all xbox community that was like they said they'd never raise the rates as sean said he never said that he said right now at this moment i do not think that we should need to raise rates that
1: you got to read and we all said that-
0: the clarifiers
1: And we said that in episode 67, in fact, to the point where Nick made me go back and clip an audio section so we could post it in the discord to say, this is what we said. We were, he, he was on about, we, you know, we basically quoted him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, listen, that's about, that's about as, you're not going to back me in the corner on this as as you can get like right now, as we look at it, we don't think like, I mean, (laughs) there's like five ways you can get out of that. Um, so I'm not surprised that they're going to raise the rates um, on consoles. Uh, you think they're going to raise the rates on subscriptions?
1: No. And this takes us into the next part because it kind of like Phil's been everywhere talking about yeah, everything. Um, so this takes us into the next part of it is they've seen a very slower like, in terms of Game Pass, they've seen a slower growth than they expected. So last year they had a 32% growth in the subscription service, which was great. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good year. Um, they were, Predicting for this year, they were going to have something around the seventy percent mark. What they've actually achieved realistically is twenty eight percent. So, you expect to make this much growth, but you only make this much growth. Mm-hmm. Um, they it's, they kind of kind of off the back of that can't go and say, okay, we're going to you know charge more for the subscription service because it's going to it's not going to bring people in i have a feeling that with the acquisition once that goes through they'll probably not even raise the price then they might wait and see what kind of growth they get off the back of having the previous activision games and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. um blizzard games available on game pass and then probably six months after that maybe looking to to open the subscription um even with a tie-in that you can currently carry on paying what you're paying now, but if you want these games from Activision and Blizzard, you kind of have to pay an extra X amount a month.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could... A bit like uh, Expansion Plus
1: from Nintendo.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah they could keep adding to that too right like they could uh you got this mobile hub it could be you know you just you don't want it to get too crazy confusing i mean right now when i first hopped into game pass it was already it was like okay xbox live xbox gold uh game pass game pass ultimate pc game pass i was like oh my gosh i have no idea what's going on here i mean really like my experience of confusion in the xbox like ecosystem is is partially what what i was like sean i don't know what's going on and sean and we were we were looking to do something new from our old podcast and sean's like well what we, we could talk about game pass and xbox and i'm like yeah i'm confused sure you can teach me all about it um so that that's cool like if they if they start to shift that around and make that but man they gotta they can't add too many more tiers it's already confusing enough for a newbie coming in uh you know Yeah. Keep on adding more and more. It'll just make our podcast all that more important into your lives, people. Just kidding. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Because, well, yeah, because we didn't, we ended up breaking it down, especially if there was a whole new tier selection announced. We would, we would break it all down. We would talk about each bit individually and, and what you gain from this, that, and the other. So,
0: for sure. It's what we do.
1: It is. Um, I think that's about it for the top stories. Phil, Phil said a lot. There is a lot out there. Um, Big hats off to Pure Xbox for uh, for all the different articles they've got, pulling the different bits and pieces out of that. So,
0: all right, well, I'm just gonna fly through these news bulletins, and you just stop me if you got something, okay? You just interrupt yep. me. News bulletin: Horizon for ridden rest. Senior writer joins Fable team at Xbox. Yes, that's right. That means Fable's better than Horizon. That's all you need to know. N64 <laughs> Classic. Uh, so, so,
1: so, so very quickly, Andrew Walsh um, <laughs> is the guy that they've kind of picked from um, the, crit, the guy from Horizon Forbidden West. Um, he's also known, he's one of the senior writers for that game, but he's also been involved with Watchdogs Legion, Tom Clancy's The Division, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, and previous Fable Legends as well. So, you know, he's he's got some big games under his belt, so hopefully he'll give them a kick up the ass and we might actually see something of this game soon.
0: Sean wouldn't let me just like stab the knife in and walk away. <laughs> he was no, like, no it's good no. news.
1: It's good news for you. It's not
0: gonna. No, it is good news. I just wanted to. I just wanted to dig the knife in to PlayStation fans and then walk away.
1: And uh, if if we if if Playground Games uh, reaching out and saying, look, we need people that have dealt with big open world RPG style games um, and bringing them in, that's great for that me is, because. Yeah, it means that they, you know, they're focused and they're wanting this game to be, to be right.
0: So, mm-hmm. and when I play it in twenty twenty seven, I'm going to be just <laughs> loving it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have no faith that this game's coming out anytime soon. Like, like I, if anytime soon, that's my only problem with this game at the moment. Um, and when I play it on the Xbox Series. whatever the next generation is as their like launch console. I'm going to as their launch game. I'm going to absolutely love it. (laughs) N64 classic Glover is coming to Xbox along with many other old school games. I don't even I've never played Glover in my life.
1: See Glover Glover was one of my favorite N64 games, which is one of the reasons why it's currently in our news bullet. But I'm I'm liking the fact that they're being allowed by Nintendo to have this. And also, some of the games that are coming out of PlayStation 1 classics as well. So, you know, it's interesting that we're getting this. There's eight games in total. Um, so, Breakers Collection, which is coming out in January next year. Then we've got Glover, Top Racer Collection, Legend of Wukong, Iron Commando, a game called Legend, Brave Battle Saga, and Visco Collection. They're the eight games that come in. Um, all the seven out of those have got a. Uh, to be announced for the dates wise but yeah it's just interesting that we're getting some retro games as part of yeah uh, of game pass i believe
0: yeah kind of developer or publisher is hasbro interactive huh huh interesting all right and a bunch of others coming along with it it certainly looks like a N uh, n64 game
1: yeah it was very hard it was a like a platformer, and you you played a a glove that walked on two fingers and you kind of had to control balls through an environment. Some of them uh, were like crystal and you had to be very careful. It couldn't let it drop for very far and things like that. Cool.
0: I like it. Oh, Sean. High on Life Dev says Xbox has been an absolute dream to work with.
1: I am not surprised because they'll have kind of looked at how great this game is and thrown loads of money at, and gone, you know, just go, go, go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Says, uh, they've been absolutely dream, dream to work with. They have been very supportive in their efforts to help us market high on Life and have completely stayed out of any development of the game, which is interesting. Uh, this is what we like to call the perfect partner around here. As a Game Pass subscriber, I know you, got, I know how great of a service it is firsthand, and we all know how much of a reach the service has on both console and PC. We're pumped to get as many people playing our game as possible, so Game Pass is a perfect fit for us
0: in exile said the same thing this week um now they were talking a bit on a different scenario where uh xbox actually microsoft studios bought them they're now a microsoft studio but uh they were saying you know that xbox was great to work with so they jumped into the family of studios and uh and it's been an absolute uh, joy to to be part of that studio so um you know there's part of me that wants to be like wow that's awesome i love what xbox is doing i love what phil's doing all they're doing also there's the cynical part of me that's like well you know they're cutting checks so what are you going to be like wow these people are dicks <laughs> you know uh, uh, so they're getting money so it's kind of I, I don't know you know so there's that's the cynical side of me that you can't really go and say that in the public sphere and still get your check it's cut. just
1: it's just interesting that the, the bit that i found interesting in that statement was that they stayed out of any development idea like decisions for the game
0: yeah that's true yeah Which, that, that is cute.
1: your xbox microsoft studios you own this many developers you soon to own this many developers um and you can kind of sit back and go no we're happy with what you're doing you, mm-hmm. you just keep going um we're not going to get involved i think that's very humble of microsoft studios to do that to yeah. a smaller developer so
0: yeah and that's, that's where so. they need to be that's where I think they need to be they need to be out of these studios way they need to not tell them what to do not force them to do something that's not their thing just let them do what they do and give them what they need to get their games out on time
1: yeah uh, you make a banger of basically what all Microsoft users sat back and gone and Xbox is you make a banger of a game we will market the shit out of it and <laughs> make sure everybody plays it
0: yep exactly uh, okay, Atomic Heart release date confirmed with explosive new gameplay trailer. So you're you're interested in this, is that right?
1: I, yeah, I am. It's got a really nice mixture of Bioshock and uh, Fallout and obviously a little bit of Doom because of the weird creatures. But it's, it just looks absolutely crazy. First-person shooter where you're firing up against different cyborg-looking robots. You've got abilities where you can... Like lift things off the ground and drop them down you can change how the ground looks Uh, the trailer that he dropped it with looked absolutely amazing it looked very very crazy there's a creepy aspect to the game with some of the the cyborgs looking a little bit weird but uh, in 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 all i'm excited that we're getting this um and this is day one release february 21st 2023
0: so. Yeah, I, I did see Bioshock in it for sure. I mean, especially like the first person shooter's got the, the gun in the hand that just kinda hangs there, you know, and it's kinda like Yeah. So yeah, yeah I was like, oh wow, that, that looks a lot like Bioshock. So yeah. I agree. Um and I, I am somewhat interested for that. I would definitely I would definitely give it a play. Um Phil's but uh, next, Phil Spencer says he can't get enough of the satanic Animal Crossing on Xbox, which is Call to the Lamb. Call the land. I wish I would have bought this game it's, on Xbox. I wish I could take it back and buy it on Xbox.
1: The the interesting bit of this is that they are working to try and get it on Game Pass.
0: Yeah, I figured. I fi- I mean, so, if Phil says something like this, I'm pretty. I figured that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, I want my money, which is
1: nice because <laughs> yeah, you can you get your money back, but um, it means that hopefully I'll get to play it. So because I'm currently not in the market for buying games.
0: So. Yeah, well, I, I it mean, just came to Game Pass i have not picked it back up in quite a while so maybe it's fixed but on the switch it was when you started to expand your town it, it got rough like lots of soft locks lots of issues and so i just put yeah. it down but yeah i was which on the is the reason of-
1: why I'm, I'm i'm waiting for it to come to game pass and be able to play it on the, the x because hopefully that should just kind of run it no issues
0: yeah that would be the that would make sense Acquisition walks. Xbox boss remains confident Activision Blizzard deal will be approved. Just those darn UK people just keep getting in the way. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> we we're just we're, we're, we're we just like to be pains in the ass, you know. <laughs> it's just kind of what we do. Uh. Um, <clears throat> no, I, the thing is that I don't think it's the UK government entirely to blame for this. I think there's an element of. They've listened too much to Sony's whining about, oh, they're going to be too big and they're going to do this. It's like, no, shut up. Because that's what we do. We take everybody's arguments into consideration and we won't make a decision for ourselves until everybody's happy. That's kind of the British way to do it. Wow. Um, rather than, you know, just pulling the trigger and being like, no, the fuck up, Just go do what you need to do. Um, we, you know, we don't have that, so...
0: Yeah, until Sony stops. We need to marry our governments and figure out how we can uh, get them talking, so that maybe we can somehow uh, end up in the middle. (laughs) That would be great if we just end up in the middle of the two.
1: So until Sony goes, uh, until Microsoft has kind of bigged up Sony and blown enough smoke up its ass to say get them to kind of like chill out and, and relax about the whole situation, I don't think it's going to be something that the UK government or the UK side of it is going to ever actually just agree to very easily. Which is yeah. a shame, but I'm happy that Jeff—not Jeff, uh, Jeff sorry—Phil seems to because it's—is it Jeff? Not Jeff now. no. Um, I can't remember the guy from Sony. Anyway, um, oh, if Phil seems quite right? come yeah, if yeah. Phil se- seems quite confident in this, then I can pretty much guarantee you that they're, they're currently getting to the bottom of everything. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think they are in negotiations with these government or organizations like the UK CMA. and I I don't I think the CMA put the brakes to it, but you I, I, I mean he he brings up uh, the FCC as well um, in that conversation. I think I think it's more than just than just the CMA and they're trying to figure out how, They can. uh, They're trying to give up as little as possible to get this thing through, right? So it's like they keep coming to the table and be like, "Okay, wait. We'll give. We'll give them multiple years. Okay, we won't put it on Game Pass day one for X amount of years." Like they don't want. They want to give up as little as possible and still get the acquisition through. So they keep coming back to the table, and that's really working for Sony. They just keep trying to stall it. Sony Microsoft has to keep coming to the table, giving just a little bit more. And they'll get like I I don't know I think I said it on Discord they'll get this through. Sony just wants the biggest pound of flesh they can get for them yeah. to get it through. That's that's and all it, they're looking it,
1: for. And these little things like why we haven't already got Call of the Lamb? There was rumors that ex, that Sony had paid the developers and the publishers to not let them go to Game Pass. With it. I mm-hmm. mean that that rumor has been quashed, but there is mm-hmm. so many little rumors on so many different games that this is happening that it just needs to kind of stop. It's like look. The unfor- well, fortunately for us, unfortunately for the people that are into the Sony ecosystem, Microsoft could afford to buy this, and they can they see it as a really, really good thing to absorb and, and acquire, which it is. It's no-brainer about it. You've not only got Activision and Blizzard, but you've also got King and the whole mobile market side of things, as well as a couple of little pieces either side of that. Um, it's just it makes great business sense to do it, especially if you can afford to do it, and we know for
0: a fact that I can definitely afford to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. By the way, I said FCC, it's FTC, Federal Trade Commission. Um, also, uh, Philip said that he's been traveling back and forth to London. So you just need to get a, you just need to get an interview with him and just, just kind <sighs> of lay it all out. Just figure it all out. Okay. Can you do that for me? Just, uh, I'll, I'll
1: try my hardest. Just, there you go. <laughs> I don't
0: know. How far, how far are you away from London? How many, uh,
1: um, I'm depending on how i mode of transport Not anywhere running. from okay don't h- don't give me no <laughs> anywhere from two and a half hours on the train to six hours in a car
0: well let's choose the train see you got this we can do this there you go phil we'll meet you at the train station there you go sean will be there you can tell them all about it uh, <laughs> all right anything else
1: uh, no, that's it. That's we've, we've. There's quite a lot we've covered in the whole top strategy news bulletins and acquisition watch this week. It was quite a tasty week for news. It
0: was just just little morsels here and there. A lot of little morsels. I love it. All right, Game Pass headlines out this week. Uh, Walking Dead yesterday, November first. Walking Dead Michonne. I don't know. I don't. I don't.
1: Yeah. So, so Michonne was the samurai blade wielding zombie on chains behind her um kind of person that came into it in about season three she was quite a big a big part of um the whole thing uh which was nice it's nice to see that she's getting uh, a little bit of a game for that for herself um and then the other one is walking dead the new frontier and i think these are all the different episodes of the telltale game that we're seeing now that are coming out
0: yeah, and then, um, yeah, so those are, man, I don't, so it feels like there's just, like, a ton of Walking Dead on Game Pass at this point. Like, I, I don't, I need to, I need to look it out and see how many, but I feel like almost every week we're talking about, or every other week, we're talking about a new, a new uh, Walking Dead something coming out. So, also, yep, November I think 1st.
1: Go ahead. I think we've got all the different episodes now. I think mean, we are episodes one to far on that now. Gotcha.
0: I knew, I knew it was a lot. Um also the legend of Tian Ding uh side scrolling action game uh, about Liao Tian Ding the legendary Taiwanese folk hero explore the dazzling streets of colonial Japan Japanese Taiwan in the early 20th century has a has a platformer brawler feel to it um, somewhat uh, it's got a fun art style though I'll give you, I'll give it that I'm just kind of looking at the looking at the thing let the at the trailer right now so kind of a comicky comic y style of art. So that's cool. Uh next, tomorrow. Tomorrow, November. Oh no, today? Was it today?
1: No, no, no. Tomorrow, November uh, 3rd. Tomorrow. Sorry.
0: I don't know. My my brain doesn't work right. Ghost Song is coming out. Um, do you know anything about that one?
1: Not a great deal. Um, this is the one that looks like it's got a bit of a Metroidvania is ish look to it. Um, like 2D side scrolling Weird looking enemies, like sci-fi style um, art style to it. It's one that I was gonna set to download, uh, as I go out on the school run in the morning, and then to give it a go and see what it's like.
0: Uh, sorry for the dings. Um, so yeah, and then next week. That's all. That's all for this week, and then next week uh we have vampire survivors um oh no i'm sorry yeah vampire survivors november 10th uh that is like a bullet hell crazy shooter uh game um football manager which is uh sean's good old football and then november 8th also return to monkey island now i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know much about this game but people were talking it up game scoopers i i listened to ign's Game scoop over here in america they were they've been talking this game up and really liking it so i i am very much interested in getting my hands on it and at least trying it but i know very little to nothing about
1: it. yeah looking at it it is a bit of a an action rpg style game um i don't think there's any crafting stuff to it but it's a bit there's a bit of a talking, moving around from screen to screen, that style kind of game. I think it's out on the Switch, and I think the, the Nintendo dads have maybe spoken about this quite a bit. Um, yeah, they could, call it a 2D point-and-click
0: adventure game. The objective is to move the story forward by solving narrative-based puzzles. Yeah, I'm, I am, for some reason, interested in this game, I'm mostly driven by the fact that so many people who I listen to have been talking about it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see, to see what it's all about.
1: Yep. And then what we have, um, leaving in the next week, which covers like, well, from November 8th onwards to the Mm. 15th. Wait, Sean, uh, Sean. we've got,
0: Sean, do you need me to read it? Because you're going to tear up when you get to like third down so do you need the- I know I
1: saw okay,
0: I'll let you do it if you think you can do it without crying <laughs> no, I just didn't know I just didn't know I'll get, for it. Okay. I'll
1: right, get through it, it. Okay. so we've got Football Manager 2022 because obviously we're getting Football Manager 2023 so as 2022 leaves we get 2023 mm-hmm. and that's the PC and the Xbox console edition uh, the one that Nick doesn't think I can talk about uh, which leaves on November 15th is Art of Rally which is really really nice um, very sim- graphically simple um, rally game go give that a try if you haven't already it's very hard to master but once you do it's an absolute joy to play that leaves November 15th along with Fate Tactics, uh, Next Space Rebels One Step from Eden and Supra Land
0: yeah I'm, I'm okay with all those, doesn't really do anything for me um, so have a good one
1: yeah. and then Games with Gold they have announced two new games with gold, one of them's there now um, so replacing windbound is Praetrian's HD remaster and that's from the November 1st to the 30th. Um, it looks very much like it's
0: it's a 3d oh, real-time God. tactics video game um real-time tactics wow based uh, based on Julius Caesar's historical campaign in Gaul and Britain I feel like you have to you have to claim this one just you must
1: yeah that's um, why i was trying to i couldn't remember when it was um the time scale of what it was i can i was just remembering the guy's uniform mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah unlike uh unlike most real-time strategy games praetorians focuses on military strategy and tactics rather than building or resource management there you go
1: Uh, and then the next one that is coming is Dead End Job, and I think that comes November sixteenth, right through to December fifteenth. Yeah, um,
0: I can talk about this and, one. I did the oh, Nintendo Dad's review on, for then. it when it came out on the Switch about a year a year or two ago. Um, this one actually is a really fun mm. rogue light kind of game. You get to go into these little areas, um, and your You're trying to you're trying to fight all these ghosts with different guns. It's it's a it's a ton of fun, top down shooter kind of feel. I I really I really enjoyed my my time with it when I did the review for the Nintendo dance. Um, So, yeah, claim this one. You'll have some fun shooting up some enemies. Also, it's got a really fun soundtrack. Uh, You can kind of bounce to it. Um, I was uh, I really enjoyed it.
1: Well, um Did you do it? Did you say you did a video for this as well?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. A, I did a review for for the Nintendo Dads.
1: Oh, okay. So if you go to YouTube, type in Nintendo Dads Dead End Job, um, you won't meet anybody like Marty or Justin looking really sad. You'll meet Nick playing an awesome so, yeah. game.
0: Yeah, there you go. I don't, oh man, if I go here, is it gonna is it gonna sing? Please don't sing. Okay, good. That's only happened. <laughs> that only happens on Twitter or on Twitch. All right, you keep going. I'll, I'll just keep. Uh... Uh,
1: well, I think that that's it. That's all the games that are coming, all the games that are going, the new games with gold. So once you finish doing what you're doing, we'll head over to the Xbox yeah,
0: Spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Wow, 1,600 1, views. Gosh. Okay. And nice. I'm sorry. Yeah, Xbox Spotlight. Let's head over there. All right, Sean. Do you want Do you want to go first?
1: Um, yeah, go first? I can do. I'll go first. Me. We can have a little bit of a discussion. So, I have not played any Switch stuff, which is probably nice for people to hear. I've I've done a lot of watching the kids play Switch stuff, but so yeah. Um, I streamed a little bit of Amnesia Rebirth on Halloween. Um, it's a first person like walking simulator. We have a puzzle side to it. Um, it's meant to be quite spooky, but for the majority of the time, I didn't really have a clue what I was doing. There's not much of a tutorial to it. Um, uh, one of those. Uh, one of those. And I should maybe have gone and played the first lot, which is Amnesia Collection, which is from 2020, 2018. But I, didn't, I jumped straight into Rebirth because it's the most recent. I thought, I'll just play that one. Um, you play a French woman who seems to have some kind of medical issue where She's overtaken by some form of uh, virus. I don't know what to describe it as because I didn't really know what was going on. Um, she gets prescribed some medication from a doctor who says to avoid fear and stress and worry. Um, which, when you know, the game's a survival horror game, it's going to be fraught with fear and horror. Um, <laughs> so you do that. There's a lot of flashbacks to stuff um, talking about different memories that she's having um, I didn't get too far with it in the hour that I got to play uh, on stream so, but it's it didn't pull me in
0: gotcha so <laughs> gotcha.
1: At all. Um, I fired up Forza Horizon 5 I just fancied you know, I'd, um, I've been watching a little bit more of Ken Block's Gymkhana stuff he's just releasing a new one Um the electric Gymkhana with an all-electric Audi um, e-tron car that they've had made, especially for him, all flying around in Vegas, and I thought, ah, I just feel like driving in a driving game for a while. So I fired that back up and played that for a little bit. A um, couple of nice little things that are going off, a couple of events that are pretty cool at the moment. So if, if you were a big fan of Forza Horizon 5, jump back into that. And the other game that I've kind of jumped back into for, a while, for the first time in a while is Call of Duty's Warzone. Um, and all this because I'm in a very big Xbox funk, so I'm kind of going back to games that I've enjoyed previously to try and reignite myself with it. Um, I don't know if it's the lack of first-party titles or just I've played that many different genres of games. I'm not entirely sure where I sit within a those genres. of games. I just haven't got a clue at the moment. So I'm very much struggling with the xbox i can fire it up i can flick through games and then literally after half an hour i'll be like yeah i'm done now and i'll go and do something else so.
0: yeah i get you um now did you have you uh i was reading an article on on this is the new Warzone, right the new and improved is that or is this no um yes, or, yes it's I'm just the,
1: the same old Warzone. it's just it's been the, every time they bring a new game out they always have tweaks from that game to this okay um i've not i've not played that new map yet i kind of just played a lot of rebirth island resurgence because it's very quick and fast-paced to get into so because yeah. the first thing i did realize is as soon as i it is i have lost a lot of muscle memory with the game and a sure. lot of accuracy so
0: yeah i was reading that people were really liking invasion i don't know is that
1: that, uh, I think that is. Am I not, am I in the, the wrong thing? That that's the Modern Warfare Two multiplayer.
0: Oh, so. oh, okay. See, I can't keep track, you, man. When this all when this all lands, Sean, in the Game Pass realm, you're just gonna do a whole episode where you school me on on what's what in the COD world. Like I, I am. Yeah. So,
1: so Warzone is their battle royale. That's their big, huge open map battle royale. For, you know, you can either team up like like Fortnite, but with Call of Duty. Okay. Um, and then each game has its own multiplayer option, which then you get team deathmatch, you get free for all, um, search and destroy, where you're planting bombs and disarming bombs, but like and capture the flag style stuff. Um gotcha. And then invasion, which I don't really know what that is because I haven't. I, literally, my dad's probably my go to guy <laughs> for Call of Duty stuff. Um, I haven't really seen him much to talk to him about it other than he's quite happy playing it at the moment so
0: apparently it's their version of uh i just had it too of battlefield's conquest huge sprawling map with multiple capture points vehicle spawns
1: oh okay ah i I saw i actually saw an article earlier saying that the, that call of duty are being battlefront at their own game
0: that's the exact article i'm reading right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go look at that so no i i haven't asked many questions i haven't watched much about that so that might be something i need to go and do because that'd be interesting because conquest was actually my favorite uh, battle gate my favorite mode game
0: with battlefield so gotcha nice anything else but for you, my, sir?
1: speaking oh go ahead just speaking, speaking to my dad he's finished the campaign mode for modern warfare 2 twice that's
0: crazy would he ever come on yeah. our podcast
1: Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's worth a try. <laughs> it's Worth a try. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though. Um, all right. So for me, um, I have been playing Mario Rabbids, which we have now boiled down to um, the the fact that I play it and the kids watch because uh, it is becoming uh, a bit too a bit too much strategy for the kiddos. And so I think, I think with that's kind of where we're at. And the, I mean, it's not me saying that the kids are like, dad, you just play. We enjoy watching you. So they're kind of, they're kind of at that point. Um, uh, and, and I, I am truly loving this game. This, this game did not, does not disappoint. It's, I love the changes. Are uh, you running around a 3d area? Not so linear. The change. I was skeptical of the changes of the battle system with the sparks and not buying weapons. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm good. It's all great. The skill trees are still awesome. Um, they're forgiving.
1: I so, I so can't wait.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, man. I thought we were going to be talking about this game together, to be honest. I was shocked when you were like, yeah, I'm going to wait. Um, no,
1: I, I, we we went to Smith's Toy Superstar, which is like the big Toy Superstar chain in the UK. And I picked the game up as we were looking at other stuff. And I was told to put it back down.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So,
1: I think I have to wait until the middle of December to get my hands on this.
0: Oh, uh, see, I got lucky. In full disclosure, I, um, my wife, my wife came to me about a month and a half ago and was like, "I have no idea what to get you for our anniversary. Like nothing whatsoever." <laughs> she was like, "I have no. Can you give me anything?" I was like, "I was like, here you go. I was like, you let me just buy Mario Rabbids when it comes out, and our anniversary is October second. So I was like, you just let me buy Mario Rabbids when it comes out." golden she was like perfect thanks i was like no thank you i was like that's great so like it doesn't come out of my cash it's uh just gets picked up love it um so yeah that's how that's how i grabbed it and so appreciated it very much so thanks honey for the game um loving it um so we're playing that uh i'm not i'm not super far because i only play when the kid when both kids are there which can be hard to make that happen um but the game the game that still got me uh Disney Dreamlight Valley uh they they did a good update for some some not so much for me it was great it fixed all of Xbox's soft locks that game's running smooth now just like it was in the beginning absolutely loving it apparently for some they can't they, for like the last two days they haven't been able to even get in the game because it's hanging up on the on the load screen so you know they're still fighting through that I love their socials they literally respond to everybody no matter no matter what they say i mean maybe if they were like really horrible but you know like even if they're like oh this game i can never get in it's horrible they're like they just respond to everything their social is the social is on point at the moment um and uh i have i have everybody leveled up to level 10 I'm running through some quests. I just unlocked the Forgotten Lands. I really waited on that one for some reason. So that was my last one. When I unlocked the Forgotten Lands, that unlocked a bunch of different things to do. Um, Scar's at level 10. Everybody's at level 10. So now I just got some quests, and I'll pretty much be done. I only have like three things left to do for this event, and then the whole event will be done. Um, I, I love it.
1: Maybe I should go back, clear my save, and start again, and try not to rush into everything. Maybe just do a section at a time.
0: Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, look how look how long I've played, and I literally just this week unlocked the Forgotten Lands. I I just yeah. and I mean I knew that there was a bunch of quests hanging waiting for me to do it, but I was like, I don't care. Like I'm, I I got I got plenty of time with this game. I'm gonna be every time an event comes out and they add stuff, I'm gonna be playing it. So, you know, so it's fine with me. So yeah, I just unlocked that, and uh, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I did play Gunfire Reborn. Um, that is a a co op it can be co-op. I didn't play co-op. I played single player by myself. But you can you can team up online or co-op and uh, first-person shooter type game. Um, now, now I'm questioning if it's first or third person. Uh, and I'm not... It was first. First, thank you. Okay. Uh, first-person shooter. Um, you, you pick a character, a bunch of different guns. You can... You, you get as far as you can in this one cave. And then it takes you... Uh, if you can make it, you get all the loot... Kind of has a destiny type of, you know, try to try to get as far as you can in the cave, get the stuff, upgrade your character, do it again in a harder, harder cave and keep going through and through and through and doing that. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, It's a good old person, first person shooter, an old old man first person shooter, because I, I did love the fact that like it highlights the enemies in red. So like there there are times when I'm playing like Apex, I'm like, I don't know. I'm getting old, I guess. I'm like, I don't know, is that a bad guy or not? I can't tell. And then I get killed. Um, so it highlights all the enemies in red. So for us old folks, that's great. Um, but uh but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And that, my friends, is all I have been playing.
1: Yeah. Like I said, it's I don't know if it's the time of year or the fact that we're busy. I just there's there's a the definite mm-hmm. dip in games
0: oh Never no no really. for me no no for me it's literally just that i spent that much time in disney dream valley like literally <laughs> i spend too much time in disney dream valley that's a fact no don't do it and on <laughs> to the party chat have a great day can't wait to hear about questions sean was trying to look up week. my time <laughs> by the way that's what he was trying to do trying to look up my time by yeah, the way
1: I'll, I'll get you next week
0: in the party chat we need to mention we are about i don't know about but we are going to have somebody join the Xbox community he's also in the chat right now Mr just being Bruce Bruce has a has has jumped off the fence and jumped into the Xbox side which is the the dark light side is the best way to say it um so it, he's he's opened the Xbox refrigerator and he's picked out his can of Xbox pop and he's thoroughly in Gonna drink it all up. So, we're glad to have you, Bruce.
1: Welcome, Bruce. Welcome to the dark side
0: That's right. So, anyways, what <laughs> other
1: questions do we
0: have, Sean?
1: Uh, we just have one. After you know, I, I, every week I try and do a YouTube shot, get it out there, ask some questions, and give it a highlight of what we're going to be doing. Sometimes I don't get to it; depends on how busy I we are. Um, but I managed to do this week, and we didn't get any questions off the back of it. We just got one prior to this. Prior to it, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. from Mr. John Blanco, as he was on the ball.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. He says, can you believe it? It's been over two years since we saw the first showcases for the Xbox Series S and X. What games were the first ones that piqued your interest in the new system?
0: You, You know what's funny? I was on, I mean, when the dads were doing this, I was on John's show we game pass didn't game pass news didn't exist at the moment. And, uh, and I told John, I was like, man, I am like, I'm on the fence. I don't know what to do. I'm literally like was. And, uh, I was talking about that and he's like, Hey, do you want to come and, and, uh, like roll through the showcase on, uh, on the dads after dark show? And I was like, sure. Um, you y- fable, to be honest, the idea of playing a new genera, a next generation fable that just like, mm, that, 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 just got me i was all in i was all in
1: yeah for, for me at the time i was trying to play cyberpunk 2022 20, 2027 20, 2027 20, mm-hmm. um on my 2077 i believe now that i say 2077 it. yeah and i was playing that on the series xbox one s um and it just wouldn't run it was mm-hmm. just an absolute bag of dicks to play um horrific game horrific graphics and i thought and like i can remember complaining to Lindsay about it i was like look you know call of duty is running like i'm having frame rate issues with call of duty you know i'm just like i'm struggling i can only do as good as the the, the system um and then like obviously the showcase came out and we had all the promises of halo and fable new fathers and stuff like that and i was kind of like "Mm, i need to upgrade um, so I got on the whole war path of trying to find one, which was like trying to find rocket hot shit in the UK. Um, I dropped on one and Lindsay very nicely bought it me, which, you know, absolute dream. Um, and then since then it's just been game after game after game. I think mean, everything plays so well on this console. I just, I, like, in awe. Uh, and I think like I could do with probably buying a proper gaming monitor or a proper gaming TV. Um, 'Cause I'm not getting the full potential out of this thing. Like it's it's running at sixty frames, not even sixty frames, because the TV's only a fifty hertz TV, so it's only doing fifty hertz at four K. Um, so like I could really do with getting a, a, a 120 FPS screen and and really going with this. But my dad has an F, a one a 120 FPS screen and things like Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed just look absolutely like fantastic on it all the uh the small little details are amplified so mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i might um if we ever update our tv upstairs I'm, i might actually upgrade to an x i will say when i started uh, again i i had made my choice to be to go back to the xbox community off the back of game pass looks like it's you know that system's made for me and then when they came out with the s and i was like okay this system I'm not paying $500. It's a good, like, get me into next gen gaming system. Like, they, they, between Game Pass and the S, it sold me. It was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in on this at, at a pretty cheap rate. And for me, like, I feel fine with these graphics. I've been playing the Switch for the last, you know, I don't know what, two, three years at that point. And so it was like, okay, this is no, this is no big deal. Like, you can complain about 1440 all you want. 1440 is great for me. Let's just do it. Um, in fact, I'm not even getting 1440 because I, I don't even think any of my TVs are 1440. We're just we're just behind times, okay? We don't really care. Um, and so and so for me, like when we watched that Halo trailer, the one that everybody was like, oh my God, the graphics in that were horrible. I was like, oh, I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> it looked great to me. I was in. Like,
1: yeah. And
0: everybody else was like, this is the most awful Halo graphics I've ever seen. And I was like, mm, I guess I missed it. I don't know. So so yeah I was super excited.
1: I mean I bought the the TV that we've got now I bought it to match the Xbox One S because that did ultra HD. So I kind of bought this TV off the back of playing Horizon and Forza Horizon 3. Mhm. Yeah the one before UK. So yeah, Forza Horizon 3. That was all like you could play that in ultra HD and things like that. So I bought the TV to match the Xbox One S, you got a really good deal on it. So nice. I kind of need to maybe, I don't know, there's no excuse to buy a TV over the other TV other than for it to match the Xbox <laughs> capabilities because the TV is like six years old and it still works like an absolute charm. So
0: you can get one of the 2022 Samsung TVs for like
1: $2,000. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> If and I, then if you'll I be able to play spend... cloud
0: games on your TV without your Xbox app. Think
1: if, about well, maybe I could sell the Xbox to pay for the TV now. If I went and bought a two and a half gram TV, Lindsay would literally remove my kidneys and sell them on the black market.
0: To pay for the TV. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think it's a real problem when you remove both of them, though. I think you got uh, you, you got to try no, to park and yeah, to I, keep one. <laughs>
1: no, no, I'm, I'm worth my dad, so... <laughs>
0: At that point, at that point, that's all that's left. Oh, uh, that's, that's funny. Um, no, but games for me really was Fable. I was excited, uh, I was excited about Halo, but also because I was a Switch only guy at that point, I was just excited to play a bunch of uh, games that I hadn't played before. You know, I mean, I jumped into Rogue Squadron, I jumped into Jedi Fallen Order. Um, yeah, I just kind of went crazy. I just was like, there are a bunch of games that I was really excited to play, and I just I just kind of hopped into Game Pass and was like, ah, let me see something. I'll see anything. Doesn't matter to me. Um, so yeah, yeah, I was super. And excited there's been
1: there's them. there's been a lot of games there's been a lot of games that you've played that you thought that you wanted to play on the Switch but didn't want to pull the trigger and pay money for them that you've been able to play through Game Pass. Oh, so yeah. there's been there's that side of it as well, mm-hmm. which is great. And there's games that we're playing like Tunic that are now only getting to the Switch, which yeah. is great as well because you get to kind of like pre pre-play them before they come to the Switch and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, it's and then there's games where you've played them on both and you've enjoyed it more on the Switch because you've been able to play it handhold, chilling in front of the TV, rather than being sat out of the way on the yep. on the console. So, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the system's great. I mean, it doesn't make it the Xbox. The Series X doesn't make any noise. It sits at the back of the TV. It doesn't make any noise. It doesn't generate much heat. The only thing I noticed when we had the... the um, Halloween decorations that we had, like, a bit of a Frankenstein bunting above the TV is when the Series X was, when I was playing a game on it, you could just see it kind of, like, drafting around because of the, the fan, the exhaust for the heat comes out from the top of the console. So, Remember the stupid like the liar
0: Twitch memes that showed it, like, like, levitating a ping pong ball? In yeah. that, like before it came out it was like oh my gosh there's so much air coming out of here these ping pong balls levitating in the air they were like it's gonna blow up your house liars none of it was true
1: definitely and they have done like improvements with it in terms of power usage as well and i think there's some more coming soon to kind of fall in like the standby mode used now uses like 15 percent less power and stuff like that so which is mm-hmm. nice considering the energy bills are going through the roof.
0: <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's a great piece of tech. Um, they've done a really good job. Uh, you know, the engineers in the Xbox department land have done a really good job to get the devs and publishers out uh, a good piece of tech that can do what they need to do. Now, the devs and publishers just need to get out the games so that we can play them, and I think uh, yeah. they'll have a banger. They'll see those Game Pass subs go up exponentially if they can start getting out these first-party t- uh, first titles that,
1: uh, yeah. that everybody wants to I, see. I, I also believe that they they aren't using the full potential of the Series S. I can't remember where I read that, or if it was just absolute rumor and crap. But apparently, the, the ability graphics wise, with the S, is still yet to be fully honest. But then yeah. we read reports. We read, we then read reports from developers saying it's really hard to make games for the Series S. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I I have some worries about the Series S. I really do. I have some worries about. It holding back um, what 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 Xbox is capable of doing, um, uh, or that it's going to get left in the dust, and they're going to have to kind of they're going to have to break their promise of listen everything that comes on the X comes on the S it's all right here, Uh, you know as as they move forward as as the games get more intense uh, I wonder how long it's going to be before somebody says listen this either doesn't come to Xbox or it only comes to Xbox Series X. It's up to you.
1: Yeah, my worry is that Starfield and Forza Motorsport, the new one that's coming, are going to be deal breakers for that. Especially Forza Motorsport. I have a feeling that like there's going to be aspects of that game that aren't available to the Series S.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, you know, there might be that. That'll be a heartbreaker for not for Mo- Forza Motorsport. I don't care. But um, for many, there will be. Uh, but I think more than anything, it's going to be some outrage by the community, right? Because that was the promise that was made from the beginning. And that's a, if that happens, that's another broken promise from the beginning of this generation. And those start to mound up. You start losing coins in your pocket as a company to your consumers. And then they start looking other places, uh, They, you know. People don't. People don't like to feel like they're being lied to, even if maybe some of it isn't intentional. Like that may not be intentional. They may have thought they could have pulled this off, but maybe they can't, or they don't know how to just yet. And uh, but that's still gonna. That's gonna hurt their. That's gonna hurt their reputation, and it's gonna hurt them with their base for sure. So hopefully, it doesn't happen though. It's all conjecture at the moment. We're just hearing stuff from devs and publishers. Hopefully, hopefully everything can keep coming to both systems just fine. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, I have my doubts. And thanks for it. Thank you very much, John, for that question. That gets back to quite a few little side questions and side chatters, which is always good.
0: John does really good questions. He really does. We appreciate him, John. Yeah. Thanks so much.
1: Just a shame we don't get many questions from Drew, his counterpart.
0: Yeah, Drew. Well, he doesn't have an Xbox. He he only has a Switch, so he probably does, like, I don't care. But we
1: still have sure <laughs> yeah, but yes, Yeah, but he has to sit and listen to John talk about the PlayStation all the time.
0: <laughs> well, I'm listen you know what it seems to work for him. they have a great show that dynamic seems to really work i don't know yeah they do. drew's probably over there just watching laugh. amaranth while uh, while john's going you know on and on about whatever he's playing on the playstation that's that's what <laughs> i t- assume t- it.
1: yeah <laughs> it just kind of disappears and starts watching hot tub streams
0: <laughs> we love you guys <laughs> all right john take us out yes. before we get in trouble
1: <laughs> hey guys right thank you very much for listening uh if you want to chat with us you can head over to one of our social media accounts uh twitter facebook uh youtube to which we now have our own handle so you can you know www.youtube.com forward slash not nintendo game pass news um and you can get straight to us now rather than having all the yeah, weird man. letters and numbers and dashes and dots and all that rubbish um if you want to join in on the discord action you can do subscribe to our t- twitch channel if you are going to be a new pc game pass user there's a really cool deal out there at the moment you can get pc game pass for free for three months uh, all you need to do is subscribe to a twitch channel so subscribe to our channel it's five dollars and get three months worth of game pass that's awesome if you're a pc user go and do that or head over to patreon.com and subscribe to them Uh, for a dollar a month but that doesn't help support us a great deal (laughs) but do that for a dollar a month and you're getting on the Discord and you can chat to us there Um, thank you very much to all the guys in the live chat so Bruce Ninja Lunchbox, Mr. Frosticles thank you very much for being there we greatly appreciate it and until next time guys we shall see you later
0: see you later guys like it when the when the when the when the adults talk with the little with like the the kid voices that oh no
1: sense. don't hate me